Hey guys, welcome back to OC Pod. I'm here with Georgia and this is Mary. So today on this wonderful day, um, we have um, something to talk about with you guys. We're talking about the um, place between promise and fulfillment. fulfillment. Now, it's a bit of a mouthful, (laughs) to be honest with you. So when you first hear that title, what what comes to your mind? Let's try simplify it first of all. Um, I think of the promise that God has made to me first of all, but then, then I also just start to think of I just I'm a runaway. I like to run away, so mm-hmm. straight away, when I already know that God has promised me, He's promised me happiness. He's yeah. promised me love, and mm-hmm. uh, He's promised me success. Yeah, but me, I still run away. You run <laughs> knowing, away, knowing knowing I'm I'm promised a good life. I still run away. Really? Yeah. Run away like how? As in, I literally do everything to cut myself off. <laughs> I'm that type of person. I don't know why, but okay. I'm that type of person to just cut myself off from the source. And then I come back. I'm just like, yeah, you actually did. Okay, right. So you run away from God and yeah. then you kind of have to essentially have to, yeah, to I'm crawl forced back to, come back, so, to God, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Okay, interesting. I think... When I think about the title, the place between promise and fulfillment is kind of like God first gives you a seed. Yeah. And before it comes to fruition, the in-between stage. And so a story that comes to my mind is actually the story of King David. Yeah. Because Samuel, or yeah, the prophet Samuel? Was the prophet Samuel? Yeah, the prophet Samuel came to now, uh, first of all, anoint David. And then in between the time where he would actually become king, he had so many trials and tribulations that he had to face with Saul. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And sometimes we look at the place in between and we think that, okay, yeah, David's been anointed first of all, and then all of a sudden he's going to become king and yeah. everything's going to be well. But that in-between stage can be so... Tedious. Yeah. yeah. It can be so like, who really? What yeah. am I? Because... What am I actually doing here? Yeah, yeah. There's one thing, yeah. There's also another thing that I've been thinking about a lot lately is kind of like how we see God in our storm. So in the middle of the wait, how we actually view God. Because sometimes we view God as, okay, you have anointed me. Yeah. We, you have... When we, when we think about Jesus, how he multiplied the fish and the bread and he fed the 5,000 plus. Yeah. And then when it comes to our storm... So the times when David was fleeing from Saul, when he's going through this, going through that, and all these things, that what he was actually going through, we, he, he may have been like, I don't recognize God in this situation. Yeah. So now, after feeding the 5,000, they now got into the boat and they don't recognize yeah, Jesus exactly. anymore because they're in a storm. Yeah. So they call Jesus a ghost rather than actually being able to be like, mm, I recognize God in the middle of my storm. storm. You know what I mean? Have you ever been in a position where you're kind of just like, in something and you don't really know like you know god yeah is this you or is this an attack or what is this i would say probably most likely in my final year yeah of like my bachelor's degree yeah that was probably the most hardest year of my Mm. like i won't say entire life my life wasn't over yet but Mm -hmm. of my life so far Mm -hmm. i was I don't even know if it was. I was in deep sadness, anyways. Mm. Um, college was getting to me. Yeah. Myself, I wasn't even attending classes. Mm. But like, I was putting again. I was running away, putting it on myself. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I was actually praying. I was reading my Bible even more. Mm-hmm. But then God would be like, oh, move, 
hears me still running away, but mm-hmm. I'm just like, is it even you? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's the devil really trying to attack me right I'm now. I'm telling you. That he's the one putting pressure on me, but meanwhile, it's actually myself. Yeah. What am I doing? Mm-hmm. I'm not doing anything to push mm-hmm. myself over. Mm-hmm. So it's I'm the cause of my own destruction most mm-hmm. more times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think for me, similar as well. I was, I think there's multiple times like Nashi. College is a big one. Yeah. There was a time in college where I owed so much. Oh my goodness, this is like a testimony. <laughs> I owed them so much money. And I was like, how am I going to finish college? How am I going to get through this event? Because there was an issue with my Susie. Yeah. I didn't, yeah, there was an issue with the application. So it had turned out that there was a portion of my, my what's this thing called? My degree that I had to pay. Oh. And I did not know this. And my course was 6k a year roughly so it was it had rolled over to the next year oh, there was a stupid probably like about 8k plus and in that time i was like how am i gonna finish college yeah i was going through i was writing to Susie, appeal after so, appeal yeah. after appeal i got to a point where i was handwriting i was like please <laughs> like, please spare me <laughs> do you know what i mean and i yeah. didn't know i didn't foresee a way out of it okay. but somehow god came true at the end of it and it was an astounding astonishment. Yeah. Astounding astonishment. It was it was amazing to see God like actually say to me, Yeah, you're gonna get this degree yeah. and then it comes to fruition. But that in between stage. The in between. Tedious. As it's I said. tedious. Yeah. And I think so many people, so many of our viewers can actually relate to this as well. That sometimes you may be in like, you know, a stage where it's just kind of like God told me this, this is gonna happen, but mm. Why is it that I'm it's meeting? It's not looking like it's going to happen. Mm. I mean, everything that will stop it from happening. I'm telling you. Every single thing that will stop it from happening. I'm telling you. It's funny because you mentioned running away and I can relate to that on a heavy level. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes Very I think recently. I'm actually the only one that runs away. Really? Because I see people and I'm just see oh, they're doing well in their feet. Mm. I'm just like, bro, I'm actually running away nah, right now. Nah, trust me. Yeah. Trust me. Even, maybe, even pastors sometimes... I know um, of a guy whose father is a pastor, and he said that his father ran away so much that God held him in a room, pa- almost kind of paralyzed him yeah. in a sense, like because God's glory is so magnificent. Yeah. When God entered the room, he was paralyzed. Christ. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And God was like, I have been sending you on this mission. Stop rejecting it. Yeah. Stop running away from it. <laughs> How humbling is that? <laughs> But yeah, what what would your advice be, let's say now, to someone who feels like they, you know, okay, God has shown me this. Yeah. He, I know this is like I pray, I hope this is gonna happen. Yeah. But I don't see it. I'm in between the promise and the fulfillment. I'm at that in between stage. What would you say to that person? At that point, like. In that in-between stage, you actually do get to a point where it's just like, I just have to trust in God. Yeah. So I feel like to whoever is listening, I feel like you're going to go through mm-hmm. your own trials, mm-hmm. your own tribulations, mm-hmm. your own battles or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you're going, you will reach a point where it's just like, you literally have to put in the hands of God mm. and let him do his work. Because mm. at the end of the day, he made a promise to you. You just have to trust in him. Right. You do. This, that's all you have to do. Mm-hmm. Of course, you continue to pray. You continue to pray upon it. Mm-hmm. Read your Bible. Mm-hmm. Build your faith. But the trusting in God is the is It's the, the key. biggest part. Yeah, it's the key. I 100% agree with that. I think for, on my part, yeah. sometimes you might feel like you want to run away. 
don't feel shame because I've been there. <laughs> I have been the there. Yep. You're not the only one. Sometimes you're going to feel like, is God really in this? Mm. I've been there. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but I would say that the trust is actually such a big factor because yeah. to be honest with you, sometimes you're probably going to feel like you're at a point where, okay, you're questioning, is God actually in this? Or you're questioning, look, maybe I should give up. Yeah. Or maybe this isn't for me. Or I'm, I'm the only one because yeah. I've been there, especially in our community. I don't think we share it enough. We share it enough, but I've been at a point where I'm like, okay, I'm a leader in this sense. Yeah. Why is it that I'm facing okay. X, Y, and Z? Yeah. I should be at a point where I'm not that I'm not facing it, but I should be at a point where this type of thing yeah. is not really an issue to me. Yeah. Or you can overcome it quick. Yeah. But I just want to say, trust in him. Even when you feel like you flopped, run back to him. Yeah. Even when you feel like, do you know what? This, I, I, I want to run away. Run yeah. toward, direct yourself towards him and be running. Yeah. <laughs> like, you got to keep running back to the source. Because if not, like, I'm not going to say if not anything. Because at the end of the day, God was always faithful. That's yeah. one thing that he is. He's always faithful. Even in our times when we feel like, I want to run away, God is still there. He's still there. He's always still there. there. Always there. Even when you look back, mm -hmm. you're just like, bro, you were there the whole time. I'm telling I you. I just needed to open my eyes. I'm telling I you. I can see it now. Mm -hmm. But during it, it was just clouded. Mm. He was always there. Mm. Don't give up. Don't give up. So the question was, what would we say for a person who feels like they do not have a promise? What would you say? Honestly, I don't know what to say to you. Mm -hmm. I can just tell you from my experience that even when I was watching, like, during Open Circle, David would come and say, everybody in this room has a promise. God, is, God has made you special. I'm just like, I'm nodding my head, mm -hmm. knowing, LOL, I cannot sing. Mm -hmm. My prayer is weak. Mm. Like, I can't preach to save mm -hmm. my life. Mm -hmm. So I'll just sit there and nod. Be like, mm. yeah. But then again, not everything, not not all, not all the gifts of God will be for you to preach. Yeah. For you to sing, mm -hmm. for you to lead the choir. Mm -hmm. Like, ushering, hospitality, mm -hmm. everything, admin, admin, financials, everything yeah. plays a part. Mm -hmm. And it is so special. Vital. It is so special to the whole body. to the whole body mm. exactly. So, just you you just need to find your own place, mm -hmm. and it will come to you. Yeah, like you may feel lost and like feel like there is no pro like God hasn't made you a promise, but He mm -hmm. has. Mm -hmm. You just need to listen. First of all, you actually do need to listen to what He's saying mm. to you because if you close your ears, you can't hear anything. Yeah. So, yeah, I would say. I would say rather than putting your emphasis on seeking the promise, put your emphasis on seeking the like promise keeper. Yeah. Like don't be so focused on what God is giving me. God is giving me. God is giving me. Actually genuinely seek his face. Yeah. Wor like prayer, worship, talk to God. You know what I mean? Eventually these things become yeah. unveiled to you. It's real, not, a yeah. I didn't say God, I want to do this. I didn't say God, I want to be in this position. It's you you gotta position yourself to be within, you know, his presence. Exactly. You know what I mean? So I would say if you feel like you don't have a promise, first of all, you do. 
Um, second of all, the word is there. Your promises are within the word exactly. already. Yeah. God has already specified what he is, like your promises yeah. are in the Bible. But most importantly, seek his face because the promise will come along with his presence. You know what I mean? Yeah. When, once you're seeking him, once you're being with him, he eventually, you know, says, the Bible says, um, oh my gosh, this is, I literally just read this. <laughs> Today it's gone out my head. Um, seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things will be added unto you. Seek first His presence. Seek first. Seek first His kingdom. Seek yeah. first. You know Him. Yeah. Learn Him. Be hungry for Him. Develop a hunger for Him. Develop a hunger for His presence, and eventually the promise will come come along with it. But also keep in mind that sometimes the promises, you know, heavy is the head that wears the crown. So don't be so quick to be like, I want this, I want this, I want this. Take your time. Yeah. Honestly, be ready first. Make sure you're ready. Ready, ready. ready. <laughs> hey. Um, but yeah. Um, thank you guys so much thank for tuning in today. I really, really appreciate we really appreciate yeah. you. Um, have an amazing day. Signing out with Georgia and Mary. Bye guys. Bye.